who shouldn't have died but they went to the wrong hospital and some nurse who was sent I'm not saying the nurse is a demon but her carelessness led to the death of that person but if the first thing was prayer the Lord will order your steps and here you are you have married somebody who believes that as soon as there's headache run to the hospital and then that creates a tension in the home you are in a church where you are taught that divorce is not of God and that God has grace for you to go through it and get it well done by teachings and prayer and then the person you married is from a church that says that oh if you don't like you can divorce you know it's so interesting that when most of us are in a relationship it doesn't matter what our pastors tell us we don't listen because you feel you are in love you are you are SS your spouse too is SS all these years you could not have revelation for a change of that situation is it at marriage you are going to have the revelation and then you are told that don't marry it will worry you oh pastor you don't understand I know God showed me the revelation that this is my wife, this is my husband I saw him wearing the wedding gown again I saw him marry. oh pastor you're bringing my you're being married we counsel you we pray for you we beg you he said no 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 I know what God told me because you taught us how to hear the voice of God so I heard no Oh, resident pastor talk, you know, here. We take you to Mama Pell. She talk, bring out all the revelation. She has used in all her years of counseling. Mm, you are not moved. Finally, you come before the bishop. The bishop looks at you. He looks at you with anger. Mm, you are not moved. Uh, and then we bless the marriage. And then your wife is pregnant. And she gives birth to a child. And the child has SS acute. And you are calling me at 12 to pray for you. I will sleep. And what you have to know is that on the day of judgment, God will judge you for doing that to that child. You don't fall in love. You meet a person, you like the person's personality, you appreciate the person, and then when you begin to work, it begins to grow. Love is not a feeling, it's a decision. Ah, Pastor, you don't understand. The first day I saw her, she, she was an usher. When I came, the way she received me, I fell in love immediately. Oh, now I 
Pastor, Pastor, you have no idea. Every time when I'm even praying, I don't, I don't hear Jesus. I hear her name. Is her name I hear? <laughs> if I, the, last, the last time that you were even preaching, you didn't mention the name of the message. Like you didn't even know. So I knew that's very, very prophetic. The Bible says, and when Adam saw her, not felt her, saw her. It means his reasoning was working, not emotions. So that is the same way that Israel did not clear all those guys from there. And through marriage, they infiltrated into their culture. And as time went on, they also began to worship idols. Then, by first Samuel, they said, We want a king like the other nations. And, and Samuel warned them that you, you can't do that, you, are, you can't do that. And then God came to Samuel and said, Samuel, they didn't reject you, it's me, they rejected me. They rejected. And then God God got them Saul. God got them Saul as a king. That was just to while away time. And then later God found for them a king. That was not the perfect will of God for their lives. And all through, right from the book of Judges, you see a swording, you see disobedience like that. They'll, they'll go against God's word and they'll be in captivity. They'll go and be. Babylon could conquer that nation. And that was for many years. The temple was destroyed. The walls were destroyed. And the Bible says that and Daniel understood by books that the days of captivity were running out. It's over. And this is why we are fasting. Daniel through fasting and searching the word of God found out that it was time for restoration and began to pray into it. I'm just giving you I'm just giving a background story out to Malachi. Are you getting the point? Are you with me? Are you still here with me? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, Malachi lived in the days of Nehemiah and Ezra. This, when the captivities were over, that was when these men were moved by God to come and build the temple and also build the walls. But even after that revival, the people of God were still going back to that same old life they were in. That same old life. People of God, Malachi had to speak the word of God to them. 
Because the reality is this. If you don't change, nothing will change. Change does not begin with the environment. It begins with you. You cannot keep doing the same thing over and over and over again and expect there will be a turnaround. A turnaround awaits your turnaround. My dad made a statement yesterday to me. He said that there is nothing strange about days and years. I mean, look, look, look at the first night. Look at the first night. <laughs> uh, Everybody is in church. Candles are lifted. Oils are blessed. Feet washings are done. Prophetic, prophetic are released. Look at the preparation that goes in the 31st. The billboards that we erect everywhere in the nation. Church buildings are repainted. New carpets are laid. LED screens are fixed. Gospel ministers are invited and paid well. For one night that we declare is a crossover. And there's no bridge that you cross. What is different from what, how is the difference made from first and second and third? Is the same. Everybody goes expectation. People of God, every single day of our lives, there's a crossover. But the crossover is not an issue of days. It's about crossing over from your old habits to new habits. It's a crossing over from old attitude to new attitudes. So Israel is still misbehaving. Israel is still misbehaving. So Malachi is cautioning them. Hallelujah to Jesus. Praise the Lord. And so in Malachi chapter 3, verse number 1, it's a prophecy of the coming of John the Baptist. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So it says in that scripture, can I have my own so I can read it quickly? Is somebody being blessed already this morning? Have you learned some little history? He said, I will send my messenger and he shall prepare the way before me. And time won't permit us to go deep into it, but it was John the Baptist who was preparing the way for the Messiah. So, the verse 1 of Malachi chapter 3 is about the first coming of Christ. But the verse 2 and 3 is part of his second coming. 
He said, who may abide the day of his coming and who shall stand when he appeareth? So the scripture is saying that his coming is near just as it was prophesied the first one and the first one came to pass. His first coming is the reason we are all here. It was prophesied. And it came to pass. We were not there physically to behold him. The savior of the world walking on two legs. God in human form living amongst men. It would have been a wonderful experience. It would have been a wonderful experience that, that we would have seen Jesus. Hallelujah. We were not there. How many of you were there? We were not there. But did he come? Did he come? Did he come? How do you know he came? Because I am preaching. Because I'm not smoking. Because I'm not drinking. Because our power over sin. I am a proof that Jesus Christ came the first time. Is everybody here a proof? Where are the witnesses? How many witnesses do we have here? How many of you are testaments and testimonies that Christ came for the first time? Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, if it was prophesied that he shall come and he came and you and I are proofs that he came then the second one he will come in fact he is coming he shall sit as a refiner and purifier of silver he shall purify the sons of light. Oh God, purify us. <laughs> he said in verse 2, he said, for he is like a refiner's fire and like a fuller's soap. Now the, the refiner's fire, in fact, let's open to Proverbs chapter number 17, verse 3. I will be done shortly. Maybe Are you being blessed already? Proverbs chapter number 17. Can we have it on the screen please? Oh, it's not working? Should I read mine? Is it coming? Refine as fire My heart's one desire Is to be Holy Set apart Hebrews, sorry, Proverbs 17 3. For you, Lord, I choose to be holy, holy. Yes, Lord, set apart for you, my master, ready to do. The refining pot is for silver. The furnace for gold. But the Lord tests the hearts. So when it comes to 
refining silver you do it with a fine pot when it comes to refine or purifying gold you do it in the furnace but when it comes to the refining of the hearts the Lord is the one and so he said that he shall sit as a refiner and a purifier so by the refiner's fire there is purification by the fullest soap there is a cleansing now these are the two works that Christ is doing in us there is salvation by the blood of Jesus that you are washed from the old way of life you are cleansed from the old way of life is somebody here with me that that Adamic nature is dealt with by the blood of Jesus but the character of Christ is formed by the refining fire and that is why that is why John the Baptist says that that I baptize you with water unto repentance but he that comes after me whose sandals I'm not worthy to even tie or loose he shall baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire Yes, you are born again. But you still have evil thoughts. Yes, you are born again. But when any scat pass, you also pass. Yes, you are born again. But you get angry. Yes, you are born again. But you don't accept the ways of Christ. You are being cleansed. But it's the work of the Holy Spirit to purify you, take away the debris of you, to take out all the worldliness in you and align you to God. So, for example, when you are in the world, something happens to you. Maybe you hit your foot against a stone. And what proceeds out of you is AJ Mewu. And then you are now walking with the Holy Spirit. And by the teaching of the word, making yourself available by fastings and prayer. And listening to the apostles' doctrines. You are told that your words carry power and that the saint does not say anything not that is not of Christ that the saint's lips must be filled with knowledge and that the saint must say creative things now you have been told this one yet you say me 
I am dead. It is your constant availability to the refiner's fire that changes that thing about you. There are some of us that there's nothing about God that moves you. In fact, you can't even tell when the Holy Ghost is in the place. You can't tell. In fact, in worship, when they say lift your hands, you find it, you, 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 your shoulders are too heavy to raise to the Lord. Humility is a burden, something for you to have. Everything about Christ you struggle to do it. I am here to tell you without any shadow of doubt, your fire is gone. I am here to tell you that this thing is not by might, it's by the spirit. You need to avail yourself to refine this fire to take away those debris out of you. Amos 3 3 says that can two walk together except they be agreed? I can tell you prophetically, God has a wonderful package in this year for you, but you have to agree with Him. Until you are agreed, until you agree with him, you will end this year in a different destination. Is somebody hearing me at all? You must agree. And, and one of the ways you agree is when you fail yourself for a refining by the fire. I was sharing with, with, with some of our brethren on Friday during our retreat here in church. From 1 Corinthians 15, verse number 10. Paul the apostle says that, but I am what I am by the grace of God. Can I have it? I am what I am by the grace of God. I want us to read, so let me have it quickly. Run, 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 run. Fast, fast. My time is almost up. Hurry up, hurry up. Oh, Rabbah Hasinoposha. The Holy Ghost shall prepare us for a mighty move. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You see me, amen. You cannot shout amen. You need to go to refiner's fire. I'm serious. I'm serious. Let me tell you something. Anything you have to think before you do is not in you. Are you with me? And the way God wants us to live this life, the word must move from being you conscious to unconscious. It says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward me was not in vain. And we understood that grace can be in vain. He said, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I. But the grace of God. Which was with me. So there is. 
There is a laboring that must go on in grace. And there is a grace that enables you to labor in grace. And when you are able to allow yourself for that enabling grace for laboring in grace then your outcome is beyond human imagination but how do you qualify for enabling grace for laboring is when you avail yourself to spiritual disciplines and one is quite a spiritual discipline is what we are doing from Monday when we get into fastings when we are putting the body down and we are giving room for the refiner his fire to refine us take some things out of us to help us to agree with him so that what he has programmed for this year can be made possible. How many of you are ready for that assignment? So people of God, the finding pot for silver, furnace for gold, but the Lord is he's the one that handles the hearts. Finally, give me Proverbs 4, verse 23. Proverbs 4, 23. Proverbs 4, 23. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I see you refined. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. All right, it says that keep your heart in all diligence. My focus is on the B part. For out of it spring the issues of life. Give me amplified. Let's see what amplified says. Thank you, Jesus. He said, for out of it flow the springs of life. Give me passion. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> now, passion says what? What does it say? Read it, read it. Want to go? Guard the affections of your heart, for they affect all that you are. So where does the well springs of life come from? From where? But and in this place, it's talking about your heart as well. Your inward man. Are you with me? Now look at what Living Bible says. Living Bible says that above all else, guard your affections. For they influence everything else in your life. So the problem is not the devil. Hello. The problem, in fact, I, 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 I stumbled on something beautiful yesterday. Listen. Is there any being or thing 
in the whole of the universe that can be compared to God. What about the devil? So is the opposite of God the devil? Does God have any opposite? your life. I dare tell you today if things are going contrary, don't look at the devil. It's not your family. Are you here with me? Yeah. The family is so difficult. Your, your, your prosperity is not what you fear. It's where you have been engrafted into. You know, I've heard many men of God and ministers of the gospel, whether music or preaching, make this statement. That, you know, I had a, had a mighty revival uh, in some village. And, and God healed all kinds of sicknesses and all demons were bowing. So when I go home, my wife was sick. And my children were all sick. Even me, I came with, with half paralysis. Because the dimension of things that God did the enemy is now attacking my family. Then I asked them a question. Who called you? Whose name did you use? Who sent you? Why will you call me and send me and you did your thing and I should come home and suffer from what you did? It is not, my employer doesn't work like that. So if something like that is happening to you, there is something about who you are in Christ you have not discovered. Oh, I have been to all kinds of programs. I have seen demons scream. But when I came on, they're not in my house. Because I am hid in Christ in God. And I don't walk in my authority. I walk in the authority of Christ. And so no demon has a place at home because I disturb them. So the well-being of my spirit, the light in me, now affects my well-being around me. Are you here with me at all? So if things are going wrong around you, 
Don't be quick and blame God. Don't be quick and blame demons. You should ask yourself a question. How is my inward well-being? If my inward has a problem, then my outward have a problem. Because my within affects my without. And so when we submit our hearts to the Lord, who is the one that refines the heart? He does a transplant. He sets our hearts on fire. He takes away the doubts and the pains and all of those things from there. For the Bible says, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Now, if your heart has been placed in the refiner's fire, and the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. And my heart is in the refiner's fire. What will my mouth say? So like the dragon, as they say, you spill fire out of your mouth. In this 21 days, the Lord will work in you. The Lord will work in you. And what will come out of you shall be all that the Lord places inside of you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the refiner's fire shall purify you. There shall be a purification. The drosses shall be removed. The impurities shall be taken away. You will, you will walk in your royalty. You will express your royalty in the name of the Lord Jesus. In your finances, you will show for the royalty of heaven. In the name of Jesus, in your health, you will show for your royalty. In your family, you will show for the royalty. At your workplace, you will show for royalty. In the name of Jesus Christ, the refiner's fire. Lord, we avail our hearts. We avail our hearts. I see men and women who are quickened unto good work. I see men and women who are swift to do the things of the Lord. Your heart shall be stirred up by the fire of the Lord one more time. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. 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 People of God. Upon the mountain, I waste the blessing of God. But the demand is not for you to come to the mountain alone. But bring Isaac along. It is God's job to release the blessing. But it's your job to bundle Isaac climb that mountain and sacrifice him there. So God won't fast for you. 
Pastors won't fast for you. Your wife can't fast for you. You must sacrifice your own Isaac. It's when you have done that. It's when you have done that. That you can hear God say to you. In blessing, I will bless you. In multiplying, I will multiply. I pray that you receive the grace to submit your hands unto the refiner's fire. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray with you, my brethren, that you are quickened unto this glorious work. In the name of Jesus, you will have the zeal to wait upon the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you know the thing. The thing about these spiritual things is this: you don't have to announce that you are doing it. But if you are truly doing it, it is self-announcing. It's not in your strength face. But even your language will change. Your response to what God is doing around you will change. No, you don't have to tell me you've done seven days dry. Don't tell me. Your life will show it. When I see what interests you, I will know how far your maturity is. So, these 21 days, as we're having this corporate fast, Pastor Stanley will not call you to find if you are fasting. Pastor Dave will not call you. Pastor Rita will not call you. I will not call you. I will not even appear in your dream. Bishop will not catch you. So it is you yourself that must be sincere to yourself and to God that this place I am in, this status I'm in, I am tired of this one. This is not my testimony. Are you happy the way you sluggishly come to church? The way when you are giving offering is like they are beating you. When you are giving your tithe, it's like you have to encourage yourself to give your tithe. You even to tell somebody about Christ, it's like they have sold your mouth. It's so difficult for you. Are you not tired of that life? Wouldn't you love to have a life where you can spend time with the Lord and you're walking the anointing and grace of God so evident that you're not even talking about it but men are seeing it. Don't you want that life? The second coming of Christ is to rapture the refined Christ is coming for the refined. Yes, He's coming for the fired. Not for the hired. You can be hired and you're not on fire. It is my prayer. Lift up your hands. This prayer from my heart is from the depth of my heart. Just, just lift your hand. It's a very short prayer. In these 21 days, you will not have hunger strike. 
but you will fast in his presence. I pray for you, my dear brothers and sisters, that you receive the energy of the Spirit to do what is demanded in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Save me, I receive that strength. I will fast. I will wait on the Lord. Thank you, Father, for grace. In the name of Jesus Christ. Place your two hands on your belly, everybody. If you can speak in tongues just for two minutes, open up yourself and pray in the Spirit. 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 Thank you, Bonahaya. You are staring divine possibilities in that being that you are. You are scooping out that divine energy you are spreading on your body. Your flesh will conform to this divine demand. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for the release of strength. Thank you because this 21 days shall be an unusual encounter for us as a church. Represent the leadership of this church at this very moment. None of our people will be missed out of this moment of encounter. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 God bless you.